Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Crash and on WEEI. Get Boston Sports Original on the go wherever you go. Just download the Odyssey app. Lunchtime hour, Gresham Foyer. Hiya! 12.01. Tomorrow, Andrew Raycroft will join us at 11 o'clock. Bruins will be in Seattle late night tomorrow night. Salt's taking on Indiana. Uh, and on uh, Ash Wednesday, we have Providence College taking on UConn. How? Is that next week? Uh, huh, what now? Is P- it no, PC, PC UConn's tonight, Ash Wednesday's today. Austin. friend. Ash Wednesday's today? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sinning. I didn't get my ashes. I saw Mad Dog Russo on national television earlier. Yeah. I don't think I didn't wash yeah. my forehead. Yeah. It's because oh, yeah. I love the Lord. Back after this. <laughs> I love it. It's like, all right, so I'm watching him right now. You're right. He's got a <laughs> big on the forehead. He's there is like- this... Uh, I don't know. Like there is this like, look at me. I went to church today. Like bragging rights. That well, wasn't that your childhood? Go, Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Oh my god. Yep. Uh, Catholic school, first eighth grade, then Catholic school for high school. So yeah, I, I didn't. My mom usually calls me every Ash Wednesday, every Good Friday, every Easter. Do you know the? These are the holidays, the Catholic holidays that most Catholics don't really pay attention to. To be honest with you. So it's your like, mom might skip calling you on Thanksgiving, but on a Good Friday, you're getting a call. No, well, it's like Christmas. Everyone knows about Christmas, right? But it's like right. Easter. You, eh, do I really want to oh, go to this church on true. Easter? Easter? Yeah, I really want to go. You know, Good Friday is a really important one. I like The not eating meat thing on Fridays was something that I still kind of internally feel guilty about if I roll up to a McDonald's and I go, should I get a filet fish If I roll up to a McDonald's. Should I just get, what a, you know. Well, that's a, why McDonald's created the filet fish for all those Catholics who couldn't eat meat on Fridays. That 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 is true. <laughs> nope, I'm I mean, making that, that up. Is, I have no idea if that's true or not. I think it is a fact. It feels true. It'll, uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll go with it. No, but in all seriousness, uh, there are a lot of people who are kind of making jokes like, Providence College is going to play a big one against uh, UConn tonight. And come on, how can they lose on Ash Wednesday? You would think that it's in the cards for Ed Cooley's team to, by the way, cover seven and a half, which they will. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, like if, if I'm uh, I'm taking them all to church and I'm, I'm giving them all the power of the ashes and then they're all rolling out and they're playing with so, the ashes on their forehead. Oh, I'm doing so, that right before the game, yeah. You are. So, uh, so when you're done here, you're going to gather – 
however many are there, because I'm not yeah. exactly sure of the seven. So whatever of the seven, <laughs> it's like a fraction, four of seven. And you're going to load them up and you're going to take them to church and they're going to get their ashes on the forehead just like you will. And then you're headed to a game. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that if I'm Providence College, I'm oh, going to get my ashes you. as like a sign of like extra power. As Got some it. sort of look, the Lord is on our side. Well, listen, that ride to stores is a long hour, so they're probably already out there staying at like the do yeah. drop in or something like that in, uh, you know, in, in lovely uh, Colchester or something like that. For all of our Connecticut listeners who will be listening on 103.7 FM or uh, through Springfield at uh, 105.5 FM, or maybe you're listening to us on the uh, on the Odyssey app. So a uh, pretty good story on uh, ESPN.com foyer on uh, the NBA stretch run reset and where the title contenders and playoff hopefuls stand right now. Now, I think the story in the Western Conference is very different in the Eastern Conference. However, yeah. for you, yeah. when you look at you've got the Heat that are lurking, they're apparently going to add Kevin Love. You know, we Ooh. talked about, Ooh. well, we talked about the situation of, hey, Atlanta has now got to turn around and find a head coach. Um, there are teams in the East that are in the uh, play-in slots. Like right now, Miami is the 7, Atlanta is the 8, Washington the 9, the Toronto Raptors are the 10 seed. But even for the teams that are locked in, right? If the Celtics play the Knicks, are you worried at all about the Knicks beating the Celtics in a seven-game series? No, that would be... That would just you would just say something really really bad happened, and that's that's not going to happen. They're not going to lose any of the you know like their first round. The interesting thing is, you know, out of the out of if you just look at the East, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's three legit contenders for the East. Oh, I you do? You I think there's three legit contenders. Yeah, I think it's Boston. I feel it's Milwaukee, and I feel like it's Philly. Oh, interesting. Philly yeah. over Cleveland. Why? Well, I mean, I think, you know, it's not like that Cleveland is, uh, you know, some chump. Okay, I'm just looking at... Uh, Cleveland's you know. had an unbelievable year. The move for Donovan Mitchell, yep. he, as much as Brad Stevens gets lauded for getting Malcolm Brogdon, that Malcolm Mitchell deal traded or changed everything for Cleveland. No, I know, but would you say there's four legitimate... Would you put it at four? No, I'm less... I just feel so you must be two then. You must be Bucks and, and you Boston. You know what? And I and I worked really hard before we because uh, I knew we were going to talk about this a little bit today. And I worked really hard uh, in my own mind to try to convince myself how can the Philadelphia 76ers even just get to an Eastern Conference Finals minus another team dealing with injuries? Because Christian, here's what's stuck in my head. Joel Embiid has done a great job of turning himself into an MVP candidate and making himself the best basketball player he can be, but we know there's only so far he can take that team. James Harden is nothing more than a fat loser. Period. End of story. Well, he's skinny. He's not as fat now, so you just call him a loser. He's a fat loser. (laughs) And I look at Doc Rivers and, you know, working with Keith, he convinced me that while it's hard to dislike the doctor as a person, pretty overrated as a coach, and was able to really ride the coattails of great players here in Boston to be able to set himself up for really more earnings in his post-basketball, post-playing career basketball life than he ever would have made playing basketball, even during this era you know, when you look at the money the Doc has been able to make continuously from all these different organizations, I mean, think about it, Christian. It started with Doc Rivers because they had one, basically 500 season in Orlando, and they were like, oh, my God, look at this guy. And then he ended up getting more opportunities and more opportunities. And I just don't think Doc Rivers is the kind of guy who's going to take people like that, like Embiid and Harden in particular, who are either challenging themselves individually to be good or trying to fool everybody that they're good with James Harden because of all the career numbers and the split-legged three-pointers that he takes and all that crap. They're not winners. They're they're just to me there is that that is not a winning group in Philadelphia and I cannot talk myself into it. 
I'm willing no, to listen. That's fine. You know, listen. If you want to get in a quick little, you know, if you look at what Doc Rivers did in L.A. with the Clippers, underachieved. What the, the amount? I mean, I don't think in in all those years, I don't think they made it out of the first round. To be honest with you, I have to go back and might look. Have, I remember, might have had a second round run, maybe, but they never did anything. Now you can sit there and say maybe the players were overrated, but they they really put together a lot of talent on that team. And they were constantly underachieving. You're right. So to dismiss Cleveland is probably premature. I'll, I'll give you that. It's probably premature to dismiss Cleveland so early. Um, but when I look at it, I just give them. I guess I give them the old benefit of the doubt based on, you know, you know. Eventually they're gonna. They're, eventually they're gonna get it right. I just believe. I, and I don't think Doc is a bad coach. I just think that he's you know had the wrong you know players. I mean, if you look at even like uh, that team in uh, L.A. Clippers, like you could blame a lot of that on the players, also. But they did have so, a couple of wed. They they did have a couple of second round playoff runs in there to the point. Like there was one okay. year where they played thirteen games, one year where they played fourteen. But to the point, they I do believe didn't make a uh, didn't make a West final. Yeah, they never made at, a Western Conference Finals. That's what it was. Here's what it is about Doc Rivers. To me, he is not the kind of guy that is going to help you win a round in the playoffs that you shouldn't. And that's why, honestly, Christian, I am more bullish on Cleveland being a pain in the ass this postseason than even Philadelphia. I think, okay. I think, I think, if, I think if it ended up with the top four, where it's Boston against Cleveland in the East semifinals, and you got uh, Milwaukee and Philadelphia – I think Cleveland will give the Celtics a rougher time getting out of that round than Philadelphia will give the Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. So back to the original issue as far as what the potential issues would be for a Joe Mazzula coach team. When you look at the just the teams that we mentioned as far as threat or no threat, okay, you look at the Milwaukee Bucks, okay, Budenhoser, that's a threat, won a championship. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. Doc Rivers, don't over overstate it. I mean, is that one of the overrated as a guy that can pants you in a playoff run? Is that is it's so is that we're gonna close on that? Yeah, I I look, you gotta give Doc a slight edge because of the experience, but you're not like as a Celtic fan, I'm not I wouldn't be going into that series thinking, oh boy, Doc Rivers is gonna find a way to play a couple of cards and beat this Celtics team. No, I'm not buying that. Okay, so um, and then the other team that you're thinking of would be J.B. Bickerstaff, the the head coach of the uh, uh, Cleveland and Cavs. On, on par with Joe Missoula, in my opinion. I know a little okay. more experience, but on on par with, with Missoula. That's a part of the reason why we brought up Atlanta and maybe Ime Udoka as Atlanta gets rid of uh, Nate McMillan You know, two and a half years ago, whatever it was, he was the savior. Now they're throwing the guy out on his ear. There's rumblings that Quinn Snyder might be in for that job, but it does make you wonder if Atlanta picks up the phone and calls Ime Udoka now that he has severed ties with the Celtics organization because that would be that would be worrisome in a different way. Atlanta as a basketball team, Christian, is not better than Boston. They're just not in the Jimmys and the Joes. But can this team, Tatum, Brown, Smart, all those guys – can they handle going up against a coach that a lot of those guys really liked? I don't know about that. That would be – I Wait, think they so would – no, no, they if wouldn't. If Ime was hired. If Ime was hired as the head coach of Atlanta, Atlanta is not beating the Celtics. But how would the Celtics respond matching up against their former coach? I think it would be no problem whatsoever. You think there would be some sort of uh... – you know, Jedi anxiety. mind trick? Yeah, you think it'll be like, oh, the no, not at all. I think it would all. be it would be something that they would have to get over for at least the first game because for a lot of those guys, there is a real attachment to Ime Udoka that I can understand, but there also seems to be a realization that whatever happened within the organization as to why they, you know, took away his key card so to speak and sort of shipped him out the door. I think the players have reconciled that in their mind. Well, that that would be their like it's a, the, the season ended right now. Atlanta would be the eighth seed, like you mentioned, and they're not even a five hundred team, but really twenty nine and thirty. Um, so yeah, they would play them in the first round. 
In theory, because um, there's got to be all the play-in yeah. whatnot and all yeah. that. Yeah, well, right, yeah, just they're the eighth seed right now. In theory, they would play them. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, that doesn't bother me. I think the Celtics are so good. And, yeah, you know, the Bucks are good. Cleveland's good. Philly's good. And maybe the, maybe Philly's just snake bit. Maybe, like, wherever James Harden goes, it just doesn't matter. There's always going to be something missing there. And you're right. He's just a fat loser. And if you're a fat loser, I don't care how talented you are. Like, nobody's buying into you winning. Like, and you just... know what? And even people were like, oh, look at him. He lost weight. No, nope, fine. He's got a giant head that is full of himself. Yeah. That's why James everybody, – everybody, everybody who loves the NBA, oh, James Harden, James Harden, James, get out of here with that. Great numbers. Hoopy do. You know what he is? He's Dan Marino. He's got all the numbers and none of the rings. No championship credibility. Nothing like that whatsoever. Like, there are people who just will, will I mean, literally – just sit in a dark room and fondle themselves over the thought of having James Harden on their team and every team that gets him eventually is like, get out of here. He he is a great stat compiler. He's not a winner. I don't worry about that guy. In fact, I want the Celtics to play Philadelphia in the second round, quite honestly. I want in these semifinals of Philadelphia because that's a path the least resistance right there. Because you don't have to worry about them. And you know what James Harden isn't? Mentally tough. That's another reason. Bring that guy on. Please, God, bring him on. I'd rather deal with beating James Harden than beating Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's got a set on him. The other guy sits like on it. the other guy sits on boats and throws cakes overboard <laughs> that people make for him because he's trying to prove that he's different or badass. Was that a thing? I didn't. I don't, what is that about? What oh is no! That about? Whenever he was because when he was getting into his skinny phase, uh, they brought him this. Bra- he's on like a yacht. Somebody brings him over what is a just a gorgeous looking cake. He literally grabbed it from the chef and threw it overboard. Really? He's a dink. Again, wow, didn't know that. That's why I want James Harden here. Let let our fans torture that pinhead. Met, he's again. He's a, he used to be able to say it. Now he's a. I have to clean it up, especially nowadays. He's a mental little person. <laughs> you he, could say he's mentally weak. No, there's another phrase that football coaches oh, okay. used to use with us all the time. That okay. another M word that apparently is now banned, mm. even though. Some of the little people that I know are not offended by that word, but another story for another time. Uh, now I get it. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I. Turn it up! Interesting. Turn it up. Mm. This, yeah. this has mm. to be a Fourier request, no, right, I, Chicken I Nick? I have no idea what this is. No, it's uh, Andy Hart's theme song this week. Oh, really? Oh, it Why? is. Haircut, Did he request this? Haircut Hart is with us on the Harbor One hotline. He tweeted out earlier that he got a haircut. Then again, I don't know if I've seen him without a hat. Hart, good afternoon. It's a visor. It's not a hat. I'm oh, a visor guy. Who, who gets a haircut and then puts a visor on? Like Hardos. Show off your haircut. Because Hardos would be like, oh, it's a visor, not a hat, first of all. Well, there's a difference. I know, but come on. Most people think a visor is douchier. What? Is, 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 well, that, the, is that the way it works? <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, is that Why is the visor? I, I would say the visor is more acceptable, like in most like you know outdoor settings, as opposed no. to a regular baseball hat. No, most people seem to think, unless you're on the golf course, it seems accepted in golf that a visor is appropriate. Uh, okay. Most people think the the pecking order of douchiness is regular hat, yeah. hat backwards, mm-hmm. and okay. then visor <laughs> is the douchiest of them all. And, and then you I, turn the visor backwards really? and all hell breaks Yeah, loose. and I would dare say that some people react more viscerally to the backwards hat than the visor. Especially yeah, well, if you're older, because I will, like, if I... If I don't do anything, I'll throw on a backwards hat and, like, go to the store. And you could feel people looking at you. It's like the whole, oh, what do you got a backwards hat on for? What are you, 50 years old? Well, what, like, about uh, the, what about the backwards visor with the cigarette slash cigar in, like, the side of it hanging out? What about I that? Where's the, where's the douche level on that one? That's uh, Mach 3. That's a spring break. That's like a spring break, Lake Havasu boating outing type of look that I see a lot of frat boys using. Oh, yeah. the, see, that's why yeah, they. I'm that's good. why I see the, the. That's what it is about the visor. It reminds me of like a, like a bunch of frat boys who are like trying way too hard to get so, noticed. So you do think it's douchey? I, but I love visors because I just feel like they're for me they're just a little bit more practical, especially if you have a lot of hair like in the summer when the when the fro gets going. I like to or do the whole like sideshow bob thing. Mine is purely out of function it is i have a big head most hats don't work i need to put the you know the top you don't down get so fitted hats at all do you no fitted no. hats for you i got all a right. great somebody just gave me a great bucket hat and i was like oh i can wear that on the boat this summer and i went to put it on and it just like sits on top of my head and i tried to pull it down and it, it, I got it to come down, uh, and then my head started hurting immediately, yeah. the pressure it was putting on my skull. I thought that uh, size 8 would work, because I'm an 8 and an 8. Like, I have to order fitted hats, and sometimes even then, it's a little snug. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I probably should go. But then the fitted hats, they're all so big, and I have a big forehead as it is. And then if you put the big foot oh. fitted hat on top, now it's like this massive billboard of... It's an issue. I probably shouldn't wear hats at all, but I like wearing hats. That's why visors is my my bridge. Well, I, you listen. Go. You've always you have always dressed like Bill Belichick, so uh, it's like okay. You man. own it. Yeah, kind of. I, mean, I actually was told that the other day by my son. He's like, "Why do you dress like a homeless man? You never match. You're always wearing like a baggy hoodie and wind pants." And oh, yeah. I said. Because my given F meter is on zero, and very few things make it move. Oh, and you, you work missed, in radio. You missed an opportunity yeah. to do the whole thing to the kid as well. If I didn't have to pay for all your stuff, <laughs> I'd be able to upgrade mine. That's true. They just left for dicks. That's probably going to be a $300 bill for me. <laughs> 
love my friends at Dick's. But they're out of school. That's no, what happens when you're out of school. It's just the way you said it. They, they well, it left. is. Like, you just see it going out, and you see, like, or this whole DoorDash era where you're like, you see a car pull in and a guy get out with a bag, and you're like, there's a hundred bucks I'm never getting back. It's like, what happened to the old days where you made yourself a damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Now everybody's door dashing, getting it from who knows where for how no who knows how. Much. I banned door dash in my family. Oh, in the man. house, we're no longer door a door dash family. The the bills and the amount the the extra between the door dash fee, like the the cost of the food. Uh, the driver fee and then the tip for the driver. All yeah, of it, like you could buy the same meal twice. If you just went and picked it up on your own. Did you give your kids credit cards? I made that mistake. Somebody told me it's a good way for kids to build credit, like to give them a credit card because it, like I had no. I attached them to mine. And no. now I'm seeing the credit card. What does card a ten year old need credit for? What are they going to buy? I'm like, no, no, no food Not or emergencies. Well, that yeah, it's more the emergency thing. Look, yeah, but what's an emergency? No, emergency that's is in the, the thing. Eye of the like, <laughs> I remember uh, when my oldest was like uh, 15 or 16, my wife was like, "The whole, well, we got to get him a credit card," yeah. and I'm like, "No, we don't." And it was like, "Well, here's why we're doing it." And then two years later, I just went, "See, just shut up." Yep, that's because where it we just are. runs amok. Yeah, because you look at the bill and you're like. It's not that the huge charges, although there's a couple restaurants, and it's like, whoa, 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 why are you going out to eat and spending 140 bucks with a couple of your boys? Yeah, no. But it's like all the convenience stores, $5, $8, $12, $5, $8, and you're like, how many times can you go to a convenience store in one day? Like, what are we doing here? So let me ask you this, because you mentioned how about- How are we? You mentioned- oh, We sound really old right now. <laughs> Andy Hart is with uh, Gresh and Foria here on Boston and New England Sports Original, WEEI. You mentioned about the whole going out to dinners and racking up on credit cards and corporate cards and things like that. What do you remember about the combine and the whole <laughs> process of getting information, gathering information, dining with people, the rumor mill, everybody is out there trying to get a scoop? What was it like for you, Hart, when you went to the combine? Which I love is how next you started week? that because I do miss the dinners at uh, St. Elmo's on the craft uh, company tab. Those were very enjoyable. Fred Kirsch uh, paid. Yes. Uh, well, no, he didn't. He just signed off on it. That's somebody, what I mean. Yeah. LRC he... was Robert Kraft paying for that. Uh, That's it, right. The, the combine is nuts. It It's just a different world and it continues to grow. And, you know, whether it's those dinners where everybody at St. Elmo's is involved with the NFL, you got three prospects wearing their, you know, the combine shirt that says like tackle 27 wide receiver <laughs> four. And they're all just sitting there with some agent. They're eating, they're chowing down. But then the next table over is Sean Payton and Bill Polian and like everybody and then the reporters and everybody it's who's who for that time and then you get the real work is done in the bars and everything afterwards and I swear every source in the NFL that a reporter has stems from a drink a meal a bumping into somebody at the combine after hours dinner hours what it's as valuable for that as anything else is is any but is it I guess I mean can you trust it I mean is it all it's all fake. It feels like it's a lot of fake news. Uh, you know, guys, the agents trying to kind of lead the witness a little bit, draw some attention to their play. You know what I mean? It all yep. seems like it's all bull crap. Well, I don't know if it's all bull crap, but there's a lot of bull crap. There's a, and some of it isn't, I wouldn't even say necessarily bull crap, but it's low-level sourcing. There's a lot of scouts. There's a lot of assistant coaches, and they're talking. They're talking more than the higher-end guys, and... I don't necessarily fault a reporter because in this information industry, if you put something on Twitter or you blog something, you know, a, a cult source said this about the team's pursuit of a quarterback in the draft. It really is a cult source. But if it's the assistant quarterbacks coach, I don't know how much say he has when draft weekend comes and they're pursuing a quarterback. So I think some of it is even just lower level opinions right and there's a lot of opinions out there that don't necessarily make their way like think of the patriots old draft room now it's expanded recently in this whole collaborative effort effort error there's a lot of e's and r's in there that i struggled with so we'll just keep right on moving I like it um but the the old draft room was such a small it was bill it was ernie they would call a position coach in maybe if they were going to pick somebody those are the guys that position that 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 opinions matter. When you start moving down all the guys, the travel parties to the combine are huge. And so I think you get information that yeah, a guy with a logo from a team said it. That doesn't mean he has all that much more say than you and I or or more value than you and I. Uh, Hart, uh, I, Fourier and I were going through Matt Bowen's top 50 free agents, and yep. he had Jacoby Myers at 21, the number one free agent wide receiver on the board. 
We know that he is a known commodity. However, what you just brought up is interesting because Bill O'Brien is another voice in the room during this draft process, and he has spent at least the last two years, if not more, because I think he was an analyst before he ended up sliding into a different role at Alabama. He's been around the college kids, so what is more likely Bill O'Brien saying, hey, man, if it means you got to give Jacoby Myers eight and a half million, do it because he's a proven commodity. Or does Bill O'Brien look at it and say, man, I've seen all these kids coming out. This dude, we can get in the third round and he can step in in the slot and play right away. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a mentality that I think has been prevalent in New England for a long time. And I'm not going to blame Bill O'Brien. I'm talking about Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. that whole you know, we can draft. Remember the old PK Sam? I think he was a fifth round pick. You know, oh, if we hit on this, we have yeah. our red zone target for the next 10 years. And, yeah. Yeah. And if you win the lottery, you'll be rich. But if you don't win the lottery, you're still poor and you're just dreaming about the upside of things. So, you know, I, I think Jacoby Myers is interesting. And first of all, I want to point out that Fourier, I found it uh, quite notable, who your activity on Twitter is inconsistent. Is that fair? <laughs> is that fair? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So, but you found Absolutely. time yesterday to retweet a list of free agent wide receivers that had Jacoby Myers' picture on it and him as the number one target. I found that interesting as you tried to uh, continue to promote Jacoby Myers as this elite number one playmaker. So, no, would you like to no, comment? No, listen. Well, you missed it. I don't know about you, hmm? but because hmm? my next question was, I'll save my question for you. But um, I don't think the Patriots are going to keep him. I think he leaves. I think he goes someplace else. I think he's going to end up getting paid probably more than he should have based on, I think, the other needs of other teams. So, yeah, I, I've been saying it since the beginning of the year. He has a unique set of skills skills that I think are more than desirable for a bunch of different teams. And in this 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 uh, top 50 free agent list that we had, he was like the only wide receiver. He was the first wide receiver. Yep. Yeah, there's like no good the wide board. receivers. We're, we're finding in this day and yeah, age. Yeah, so there you go. That's the part of it. Right, you have to trade for him. But the, what I wanted to balance your Jacoby Myers promotion out with is somehow I still follow. You remember Clay Harbor, the tight end who was with yeah, the Patriots? Yeah, he a was short on time? The Bachelor. Yes, he was on The Bachelor. For some reason, I still follow him on Twitter because I generally don't unfollow people. Once you're in my rotation, you're, you stay in my rotation. Yeah, but he's a he's a Bears guy. He's clearly a Bears fan now, yeah. post-playing career, and the Bears need receivers. And I have said I thought the Bears would be a good landing spot. They have more money than anybody. They need receivers. Justin Fields could use a go-to guy like Jacoby Myers. Absolutely. Clay Harbor, another former NFL tight end, like yourself, tweeted mm. out his top 10 uh, most desirable targets for the Bears at receiver, wide receiver. Ten of them. You know who he didn't list? Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Myers. What does and he know? No, but that's my point is I think Jacoby Myers, we're close to it. We know who – I think there's probably a lot of places where people read these lists and like, Jacoby Myers, he's the best receiver. Jacoby Myers, would I want my team to spend money on him? So I think Jacoby Myers is more valuable maybe to the Patriots than others, is more desirable to Mac Jones' Patriots than others. And, Gress, you just threw a number out there. Did you say $8.3 million per year? Uh no, but that's a I when I had mentioned earlier about eight million bucks. I think if, I do if it it's now. if it's eight or less, I think the Patriots are in. I would but it's probably going to be north of that. Yeah, I, I think you're going to be in the double digit somewhere. Now mm-hmm. the question is: Is it ten double digit or is it twelve double digit? Or, well, that's no. my point because I feel like the Patriots won't pay him, and he'll he'll he's going to be the he's going to be the one slot receiver possession guy that you have that actually that leaves and but, actually gets paid. But do those guys actually get paid? I feel like they never do. Well, the for, for their position, the... listen, so if they franchise him, the franchise number for a wide receiver is like $19 million. No, mm-hmm. he's not going to get that. But for me, like those are the type of guys where you really have to like overpay them, overpay for them. So you mentioned Chicago. You mentioned just young quarterbacks need a possession receiver. Either they need a really solid tight end, a strong running game where they, you know, and I don't think they do. Or they get a possession receiver that that plays in the slot, easy throws, obvious openings, easy to read, easy to easy to complete, and he's a veteran at that. No, I I think he'd be great for Fields. I think, but I think he's great for Mac. And I think we have all these dreams and aspirations at the wide receiver position. You really only have one thing that's real, and that's Jacoby Myers. And while I, you know, Christian, I don't think he's elite. I don't think he's anywhere close to some of the best slot guys they've had. I don't think he's a number one receiver. 
I don't even really think he's a playmaker. But I think he's the only solid thing they have in the passing game, and that's why I have said the number I've thrown out there to you guys, 3-39. and 39. If I could get him for three years at $13 million a year with, you know, whatever, half of that or the going rate guaranteed, I would do that because until we get to all these dreams of the 14th pick in the draft, oh, he Addison, he's going to change the offense, or trading for T. Higgins, what those are all dreams. You actually have a tangible reality right in front of you in your locker room who you will never regret having on your team. Do you ever think there's any chance he would give you reason to regret no. having him on the team? Never. No, but 13, wow, that, that's got to be some sort of record for that position if you well, were to but prorate the, the, the other guys has, at that position. But the position has blown up, and I don't mean the slot position. I mean the wide receiver position, and a rising tide at receiver is lifting all those boats. The reality is you pay more now for receivers. You paid 10 and change for Aguilar to do almost less than nothing. He was as productive for the other team last year as he was for you, and you paid him over $10 million. Whereas we just agreed, I think all of us, that you're never going to regret Jacoby Myers. So are you really going to regret paying him a little bit more than maybe the actuarial tables or whatever the hell you have say he should be getting made? No, you need receivers you can trust. You need receivers that you can count on to make plays and be consistent and is there anybody more consistent than him so i think they should resign him personally as part of whatever the plan is trade for a receiver draft a receiver i think part of that plan should be keep the one guy you have to to count on hard i know we've only got about a minute here but in doing more work and kind of reading up on the the kid robinson from texas who is a running back but he also catches it there are those who profile he could end up being a guy who could play a little bit in the slot, almost like a weapon. Mm. What do you make the thought of adding a weapon that maybe doesn't have a real true position to this offense? I don't think you need it because I think you have options in-house. We saw what Ramondre Stevenson can do. I think you don't want to totally lean on him maybe as much as you did last year, but I think you have Pierre Strong Jr., who... My, you, to me, you should put him on the Stevenson plan this offseason. You're running routes, you're catching passes, you're learning the, the passing game. We are trying to make a year-two jump like you wouldn't believe for the fastest running back at the Combine a year ago. And then the wild card in this, I am a 100% advocate for Marcus Jones becoming a full-time offensive player. I think because you look at his value with the ball in his hands. Teams are going to punt away from him. He's going to become less valuable as a returner, in my opinion, already an all-pro. Defensively, I think he's mediocre. I think he's a mediocre corner at best. With the ball in his hands, he is special. You put him on offense, you can control when he gets the ball in the hands, out of the backfield. You know those motions, those stop motions that all these other teams run? Run those with him. Put the defense in a bind. So Marcus Jones does that. So with all the other needs they have at outside receiver, at cornerback, at tackle, I would not invest any... uh, capital in in a versatile player like that because i think you already have him on the roster you know what's interesting is is that the patriots do have a couple of different roads they can go down here it's not Mm -hmm. just hey we have to do this paint by numbers a certain way which is uh what makes the discussion that much interesting you can read andy hart at weei.com i would encourage you to do so you also get him a couple nights a week on the rich keith show as well tuesdays and thursdays correct Tuesdays and Thursdays, baby. There we go. Also, want to get that in there as well so you can get plenty of heart online or with us or with Keith or with everybody else. Just whenever everywhere. Everybody takes vacation. Don't forget Sundays. Fitzy and hot. Sundays 11 to oh, 2. Oh, that's right. Well, you know, now that I cleaned up my Sundays, I stopped paying attention on Sundays. So. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah, that. I know. I'm yeah. sorry, buddy. Team player Gresh. I know. I know. There goes uh, Andy Hart of WEI.com. Yeah. And your hair looks wonderful, by the way. <laughs> we'll, Take uh, your hat off. At least let us see what it looks like. Wonder what it would be like if Andy Hart went on Wheel of Fortune. Would it go as bad as what you are about to hear next? Original. Original. W-E-E-I. W-E-E-I. New England Sports Original. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Modelo. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. Download the Odyssey app and listen on demand anytime. Twelve forty-eight, Gresh and Foyer here on WEEI. We'll do some hockey tomorrow with our buddy Andrew Raycroft. Andy Hart just dropped by as well. We're going to get to some of uh, Hart's thoughts and some of the uh, things that we stumbled into there, Christian, uh, in the final hour because we had the Todd Munkin audio on what makes good offense and. There are a couple different ways that the Patriots can go in combining free agent needs, draft picks, things like that. But let's have a little fun. Let's have a uh, – how about we do what we do best here on Gresham Fourier? Laugh at others. Right? Because being mean is fun. It's not being mean. <laughs> it's pointing out when someone is an idiot – on national television. Now, one of the discussions, Foyer, that you and I have had is that at one point in time when Christian and his successful doctor brother decided <laughs> at one point when they were kids to uh, find a way to go, I don't know, make a money, get a car, whatever it was. Yeah, they money would, grab. They would go to different game shows in yeah. their uh, in their home state of California. <laughs> and you'd try to win fabulous cash prizes yeah. and maybe meet Vanna White along the way or something like that. Never saw her, though. Well, uh, here's the latest offering from Wheel of Fortune, which really seems to be the game that if you (laughs) really think about it, I would say per incident, let's call it, right? Or per instance, more of these are attached to Wheel of Fortune than maybe any other game show. Mythological hero H-list. Thank you. (laughs) Right? Those, whether it's people who can't spell, whether it's people who can't pronunciate or anything like that, right? They they, they might have only had an eighth grade animation and they Mm -hmm. can't speak too well. Nevertheless, um, this one is from someone who cannot spell. And when you figure out the letter that this girl went for to try to complete a puzzle where it just needed one letter left, by the way. Just one. And when you hear what the answer is and then you compute what this woman picked, you wonder how someone can be so stupid. Yes, there is an H. Uh, solve it or spin it or... But do something quickly. Um, I'll spin that. it. Okay. Okay, what letter for you? I'll go with a G. <laughs> Uh, Juliana, it's your turn. I'd like to solve the puzzle. Yeah. Fresh tropical fruit. Yeah. So. Oh, no. Go, go ahead. Let home. You're saying, how in the world can you? But, you know, sometimes it's a word that just doesn't want to come into focus for you. So, Pat, say just a word that just. So, F R E S H. One letter away from missing. And she thought it was G. F R E G H. What does that spell? Frigga? Fredge. Fredge. What again? How high are you? And this was a girl that was probably, I would say, like senior year, college age, if not maybe a year or two out. Or it was a tank job, and the whole thing is a setup, and it's a work like WWE. Which no, this is, I'm starting to wonder now. Because no way. Can you how, bet on Wheel of Fortune? Uh, you know what? I really wonder. Because what word, F-R-E-G-H, what does that spell? In what universe, in what language does that spell a word? Like Mythological how, hero Achilles. Right, that guy couldn't <laughs> pronounce it Achilles. So he sounded like an idiot, but when it came to spelling a five-letter word... I assume that okay. off screen. I assume that off screen that you know we can't see it. There's a board that says what letters are left. I would like to think so, I be- Billy. I would like to believe that's the case. Yeah, and but you land on G. 
Okay. Listen, so Pat Sajak, what I do is like best to kind of make, you know, you know, I guess like make her feel a little bit better because there, because this is a fear of mine. You have this obvious answer right in front of you. And for some reason you're like, I don't, I don't see it. Like that happens on that show all the time. Like if it happens on Jeopardy, nobody says anything because it's like universally understood that those questions are a lot harder and you can easily forget the obvious. But Wheel of Fortune, you're supposed to get it. If everything, every single letter of that phrase Okay, was except the 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 S, okay, <laughs> and then she said G. She obviously panicked. She wasn't ready for it. I mean, listen, I still think it's funny, but I think that could happen to anybody. I'll I go think, with a G. No, it can't happen. I anymore. think it can happen. No, to, I do. It, no, I do. It as do. someone whose name is spelled very closely to that, it is very hard to screw that up. It's very hard. Maybe I'm that's sorry. That's why she picked the G. Oh, yeah, because uh, yeah, because I put that in there instead of the S instead of the begin. I mean, good lord. There's uh, a new game show. It's called like I think it's called Lingo. It's a similar. What channel of- is that on? I don't know. The it's Game on- Show Network, Christian's favorite channel. <laughs> no, look it up. It's, no, it's on Network. It's I think it's on Fox. Um, look it up. It's, it's called Lingo. Lingo? Yeah, it's like where do you uh, find these things? I do. I don't know. It was like it was just on. There's nothing on TV anymore right now because there's no sports right now. Apparently, so, it's on CBS. Yeah, it's on it CBS. It looks like Wordle on TV, and it's in syndication. Yes, that's what it is. Yes. So, yeah. so apparently, Lingo was around in '87, '88. Then it went away. Then they oh, brought really? it back. Then they brought it back on the Game Show Network for five years. It's been gone for like twelve years, and CBS is now rebooting it. Well, it's Wordle. It's yeah. It's like that's that. Uh, uh, like the the whole like little. I don't know. What, that's all. Like everybody's doing the Wordle. No, like, word, I think it's brain teaser. I think it's, it's Wordle. Yeah, yeah. Have people stop posting their Wordle scores for the yes, day on Twitter? Nobody's doing it anymore. I think Courtney was doing that for a while. Her and Shime, I think, were having a contest. Really? The they were doing the bragging about Wordle. I think so. I I don't know that. All I saw is they were doing it every day. Yeah, I, don't I, I don't know. All I know is like, like I, I feel uh, there's nothing better than when the people screw up the Wheel of Fortune, but I can easily understand it because I, I, I the one fear that I had was like being invited because usually they have like the Super Bowl NFL players do it every year and then uh, getting on that show like during the, and then like missing something like this and going, holy crap, how did I miss that? Wait a minute, were you ever asked to do no, any of no. those like I always championship to do family it. feuds or whatever? No, no, they always they, they used to run around and they ask somebody like for a Wheel of Fortune and Family Feud. It was always like you know Hall of Famers or something like that. It was never you know centralized to like just you know role players like I was. So so now I never got asked, but I always wanted to do Wheel of Fortune. But I was nervous that if I did say yes and I went on it that I would forget the S and ask for a G. So I just did a quick Google of uh, New England Patriots on Family Feud, and what pops up is Rob Gronkowski and family will appear. Uh, and then there's one from Patriots.com of August 30th, 2021. Matt Judon, Willie McGinnis, and Will Fork face off on Celebrity really? Family Feud. But why do I remember... Why do I remember one from, like, players of the 2000s or something like that? I can't remember. Or maybe it was maybe it was something different or along the way as well. I can't remember. But I thought there was one of those where they asked you to, like, be a, be a part of it and be on a game show. So, I anyway. You can, make, you can make a living. If you live in L.A., you can make legit uh, money, make a living just going on game shows. That's it. Just but don't they catch shows. on after a while? Don't you have to show up with like either a visor or or a or well? A, they also mustache or something. These are just the shows that actually like if you can go on. There's pilots every other week. There's a new pilot, so it's free episode. money. So it's free money. Got so they, it. even if you don't, even if they don't air and they don't pick it up, you still win, and then you get the money. Just and they don't care. They just they just want you know they just want anything. The Price is Right is the real one we need to go on. I know we keep bringing this up. Mm. If the Price is Right, if I had my choice between Price is Right and Family Feud, I, I don't know. It'd be tough to pass up Family Feud. Duh, but look, I know that I said that I You pledged, just want to pull the thing down. I do, but I said I would pledge my allegiance to the group at Family Feud, you know, from here at WEEI. But if I got a chance to go on, you know, uh, Price is Right, 
little showcase showdown or whatever. <laughs> you, I'm leaving you four in the dust. Are you that's the guy fine. that's going to bet a dollar over? You know what? I don't know, Nick. That's a good question. I think there are certain strategies that are uh, tried and tested on uh, the prices, right, that do work. Just like at Jeopardy, it's the whole, oh, I only bet a dollar for Final Jeopardy to make sure I'm going to win. Something like that. And then the real nerds are like, nah, I know the answer. I'm going to go for it. And they throw all their money in there. I want to go on Jeopardy, but I want to get every single question wrong and see how much negative money I can I can rack up. Do that you know, like seriously, do you know how terrible we would all do if we were on Jeopardy? Like I'm well, just it depends saying, on, what right are the now, categories? No, what are the categories. It doesn't, whether they come up with it or not. I used to kill it at Rock and Roll Jeopardy. See, so like that's the like a specific one. It's very yeah, like yeah, very exactly. narrow. So I did very right? good at Rock and Roll Jeopardy, and I did very good at uh, Teen Edition. Right, like if you <laughs> Teen Edition. If what you, was the question? Like on they do a regular no, but they do like the regular Jeopardy. They do College Jeopardy, and then they do oh. like the Teen Tournament. Uh, I do the, halfway decent on the Teen Tournament. The lead singer of this boy band got to have oh. hot sex with Britney Spears when she was in her late tw- or early twenties. Who was Justin what Timberlake? Is Justin yes, Timberlake. there you go. That's what right. What is, is Justin? Who is? Justin, that's is. You go, what is? You know, who is? <laughs> what is Justin Timberlake's wiener? No, I don't want to go down that road, or maybe some do. Uh, between Todd Munkin talking about offense and Andy Hart bringing up what the Patriots could do with guys like Marcus Jones, Fourier and I are going to do a little deeper dive into the options that are really there for the Patriots next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.